Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. And yes, I am rested more so than the previous time that I was on air. So, without further rambling, if you will, I'm going to go over AEW Dynamite first, simply because I'm leading them to the gallows. No, simply because I want to read the results because it is going to be one hell of a wrestling weekend next week. So... Oh, goodness. So, I just read an article just recently, and I will report that, well, later on tonight, and Edge's uh, decision, you know, his thoughts on Christian joining AEW, which I'm sure you know he's got some words of encouragement. There's no sign of doubt, right? So, why would there be? If you have any questions, comments, concerns, Wrestle underscore radio, Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook dot com. Also, if you can't reach us there, go to Twitter at, at Brian Rails at underscore Brian Rails on Twitter. Alright, so let's read the AEW Dynamite results. Alright. AEW Dynamite results. Okay, so it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. AEW Dynamite will go down tonight, and Ringside News has got you covered. So here's the card for them tonight. Arcade Anarchy, Kip Sabian and Miro versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Exhibition match, Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. Akira Shida and Tay Conchi versus The Bunny and Nyla Rose. Don't care. MJF has a gift for the pinnacle. Kenny Omega and Good Brothers versus Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. Christian Cage versus Frankie Kazarian. So, Cage and Kaz lock up. Kaz breaks in the corner. And wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Christian Cage versus Frankie Kazarian. So they call him Kaz. Okay. Another lock up. Cage gets a snapmare. Okay, let's go into detail. Who won? Kaz with a chop. Okay, I don't need. The whole deeds of the match. I'm pretty sure people are going to fill me in. So Christian Cage wins how? Okay. Cage hits the frog splash from the top. Two count. Cage hits the kill switch. 
Yeah, which is basically a double arm underhook DDT. Uh, one, two, three. Christian Cage gets the win. Cage shows respect to Kev after the match. So, okay. Cool. Darby Allen video package on Matt Hardy. What the fuck is going on with AEW and why is why am I not surprised that the, right off the gate that I read something? These two are feuding now? Wait, where have I been? Let me guess. Darby Allen and, and Mr. Hardy have a feud that I was unaware of that I'm pretty sure my friend Chris is like, well, you see. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that I do have a grip on what's going on. Oh, I'm pretty I'm pretty well aware of what's going on, and that is uh, I don't have a clue why they would be – yeah. Why is Matt Hardy feuding with Darby Allen all of a sudden? Is it because of the interference last week on AEW Dynamite? I don't know. Cody Rose versus QT Marshall. So Cody and QT shake hands. They lock up. Okay, I don't – I will read the deets for every ma- – the details. Sorry, I hate fucking shortening words. Um, picture in picture, QT continues to work the arm. Cody bridges out of a pinfall. So I'm guessing Cody runs in the match anyway. So, God almighty. So, wait. It goes straight to paradigm shift. Okay. Razor Benoni, blah, blah, blah. Moxley makes his entrance, blah, blah, blah. Desha, okay, wait, wait, wait. Cody runs via DQ. Okay. QT can't match up against Cody. Alright. Arn Anderson, okay, so QT strikes Arn Anderson, the bell rings, everybody rushes to help Arn. QT seems regretful. Cody wins by DQ. What in the hell? So, <laughs> Cody's sitting in the corner, powers out. A forearm strike. Cody turns the table with a big body slam. Goes for figure four, but changes his mind. Goes for crossroads, but slaps, or slaps himself. QT with the right hand. QT misses a crossbody. Wait a minute. So, how the hell does this end in DQ? If he just strikes Arn Anderson, was Arn the referee? This is okay. That's confusing. If he strikes Arn Anderson, was Arn Anderson the special enforcer or something? Did I miss out on something? What what am I missing? I'm trying to uh, blow the top off something, but Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, so Moxley versus Cesar Benoni. Moxley's teeth out of Benoni titles. Benoni wins. He was strikes in the corner. So Benoni goes for a pump handle slam. Then Moxley walks in a sleeper for the a sleeper. Wow, that's a tribute. That's an ode to Roddy Piper. That's pretty cool. MJF is backstage with a gift to the Pinnacle. What is with MJF and giving gifts? Introduces a personal stylist. As the room is a dump. Well, I kind of agree with him there. They brawl throughout the backstage. Sammy attacks Spears at the door. Warlow slammed. Massage table. Dear Lord. 
Josh Wheeler thrown into an ice bath. Santana attacks Dax with a broken chair leg. This is like one big snowball effect right after the other, and it's not. I mean, Marvis is with the Young Bucks backstage. Calls interrupts Kellis and says he needs to talk to Matt. Says he loves Kenny. Says Matt broke Kenny's heart. Blah blah blah. Commercial break. Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid make their entrance. They want Kenny's title. Kenny had to cheat to win his title. Blah blah blah. Lucha Brothers attacked him on stage. Omega and Good Brothers versus Lucha Brothers and with the Laredo Kid. Uh, Kenny gets attacked by all three in the ring. Good Brothers try to make tries to make the save. Suicide dies from the Lucha Brothers outside. Laredo Kid and Omega fight in the ring. Blah blah blah. So who wins this match? Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, and they win. Okay, Kenny misses the Phoenix Splash. Omega hits the V trigger and one winged angel for the victory. Commercial break. What is commercial break? And I can't find. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. I don't know why there's results, but this page always seems to do this. And it stops right at uh, Moxley Bononi, no. Omega and the Good Brothers. So it stops right there. And then Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor are next. Kip Sabian Mira versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor win. Why? Dude, I swear to God, you've seen Orange Cassidy wrestle a match, right? It's very unique because he does it without fucking hands. Boy, but if I was wrestling him, it'd be kind of difficult. Or if anyone else was wrestling this dude, like, how do you wrestle a dude with his hands in his pockets? I'll tell you how. You kick him in the face. It's straight up a disrespect to the business. If you're not going to... Okay, how are we supposed to do a lockup when the dude has his hands in his fucking pocket? You answer me that. Well, he's different. He doesn't. He's not a conventional wrestler. Okay. What that tells me is it breaks traditional wrestling and get it. Blah, blah, blah. Orange Cassidy this, Orange Cassidy that. And as Cornette said, he's basically Enzo, but without, you know, even worsened wrestling skills. So that being said, AEW, again... Gives me some ammunition to go off of based on the fact that what in the hell is Matt Hardy doing feuding with Darby Allen? And also, probably many of the only few nitpicks that I have about their night and Cody Rhodes, you know, facing off another QT Marshall, a big name in the indie scene, right? And not only a big name on the indie scene, but that means I'm going to have to do some digging because I haven't seen QT in a while and now that he just pops up a dynamite awesome I guess but the only like I said folks there are some confusing things going on right now at AEW and they said well you would know if you watched last week's show I watch it on DVR because watching it live gives me enough headache where in the fuck is the direction for the stories even though as boring as Raw sometimes is and as boring as sometimes Smackdown Live can be you know exactly who's fucking feuding with whom. Even though they turned Raw into Sesame Street, for fuck's sakes. And SmackDown Live, I don't even know how to describe them with an analogy, but you know, it is what it is. Now I'm going to go to NXT because I did watch uh, Godzilla, you know, King Kong versus Godzilla, and it was a 
damn good movie. I tell you what, you should actually, if you have a chance, folks, you need to go out to theaters and watch it. It's a good, good movie. Although some of you may be disappointed because of a certain result. I'll leave it at that. So, NXT, I know that Io Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez was beating the crap out of each other. Oh, Charlie Caruso left. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Let me read this before I... Okay, so on Monday, Anthony announced that Charlie Caruso... That's going to take some getting used to. Again, joining the network full-time, okay? Their WWE career was coming to close. It was no surprise, especially after reports she had heat backstage for things she was showing up late to interviews. In her first post-WWE interview, Arnold talked about the decision to leave. Without getting into detail, she also shoots on the talk behind-the-scenes issues with her old employer. There's always going to be chatter. The contract was coming up. Instead of renewing, I'm moving on. Everyone is going to have their own opinions regardless. I never had any issues while I was at WWE. Nothing bad happened. As far as I'm concerned, I'm leaving on a positive note. I'm beginning what I believe to be the next step in my career. Once I stopped coming to WWE shows a few weeks ago, knowing this move was imminent, I had a lot of people reaching out. I couldn't tell them yet until ESPN made the announcement. Now that it's out, everyone has been so excited for me. The biggest thing that I've heard from WWE is you deserve it. People know how passionate I am about my career. They know it's a great thing for me. As much as it sucks not being able to see everyone every week, I know my relationship with my friends will not be severed. Nia Jax and I have already tentatively planned a girls' trip. Arnold does acknowledge how difficult it was on days when she'd first host first take for ESPN and have to fly to Florida to be at Raw. She's also continued to be very gracious about her time in WWE. I think WWE gave me a great platform and exposure. I was able to make a name for myself. I'm thankful to gain that. Check out Sushman's entire chat with Charlie and Kareem and Veal randomly stuff. Okay. So, Charlie Caruso is gone. Whoop-dee-doo. She's a good person, but, I mean, it is what it is. Oh, yeah, there's definitely going to be some people saying, well, maybe it was because of this, maybe it was good. Look, she left. I get it. She left on different terms than when someone else left. Or I left. You know, professional wrestling can be very taxing. So for you to sit there and say, well, she left probably because she left on bad terms. I just said, I read the article out. She said she didn't leave on bad terms and that it wasn't a big deal and that she didn't have any problems with WWE. And that shows, man, she's a good, great, you know, interviewer, not as good as Renee. But, you know, that's just my bias. I prefer Renee Young any day of the week. You know why? Because when she went to the backstage area to interview wrestlers, she actually gained the emotion of the crowd. Yes, people got annoyed because, oh, what if Renee leaves the AEW? Well, it is what it is. And I got to focus, folks, on the task at hand, reading the results of NXT. So, that being said, we're going to switch gears here a minute. And we're going to read the results of NXT. Okay. I'm not going to read that. 
Let's see. Forbes, no. WWE.com, no. Bleacher Report doesn't give the whole reports. E-Wrestling News, Cage Side Seats. Why, yes, sir. I like this website. Okay. So, in, in a few weeks, well, actually, a week, NXT will be moving to Tuesday nights on the USA Network. So, Roderick Strong versus Cameron Grimes. Holy shit. The beef between these two has been simmering since Cameron Grimes tried to buy the intellectual property that I see there last week. Oh, my. So, this went on and on. The winner of the match, Cameron Grimes. Okay, so he, you know, stares at the money, knocks it out of his hand, and then Cameron Grimes hits the cave-in, which is basically a double stomp. The Walter promo when we were trying to push over Tommaso Ciampa as being an NXT great, but since Ciampa's got other priorities now, and he's not being a show, his former show, blah, blah, blah. Santos Escobar tonight, I want to issue an open challenge. Why? Because I'm the bingo around here, and you're already boring as fuck. Um... Tyler Breeze, Tyler Breeze. So, you know the difference between you and me, blah, blah, blah. So, we're talking now. Why is NXT talking too much? I guess it makes sense to answer a challenge, right? Santos Escobar wins. Good fucking surprise. He fucking blows. I'm sorry. Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell versus Gigi Dolan and Zeta Rambler. Um, I'm guessing Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, yeah, because... And that brings out Chauncey Blackheart and Ember Moon. Excuse him, Candace. Did you just say you deserve our titles? They beat, yeah, they beat Scrubs. But it's okay. Zoe Stark versus Raquel Gonzalez again. Really? Poor Zoe. Raquel Gonzalez, okay. And Io Shirai came out and beat the, proceeded to beat the crap out of Raquel. That's funny. Um, let's see here. Stand at the top of the ramp, looking at their handiwork before we get done. Teaser for Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Kushida, tonight, nothing will stop me from winning. So, Kushida, okay. Casey Gavin's own Caden Carter versus Tian Shaz and Kenzia Lee. I'm going to guess the winner of this tag team contest. Okay, so it's funny because <laughs> Whatever the heck this was, Zaylee. Wow, um, guys, this is before stand the delivery. You need to be aware. No, 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 no. I'm well aware of what's going on. So, <laughs> Sports Kita, I'm pretty sure, is going to cover it too, as well. Is there any highlights aside from Mr. Regal being on the page, sir? Uh, I don't think so. Not e-wrestling news. No, 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 no. Cage side seats. All right. So, Stan and Deliver is going to have a gauntlet match, or maybe next week. So, <laughs> wait a minute. Plugs take over, and you can get as low as $2.50 a month before we go to Legato del Fantasma. That was horrible. The winner of the match, Santos Escobar, who cares? Okay. Women's tag match, Shotzi Ember, Zoe Stark versus Raquel Gonzalez. Okay, got there. Um, let's 
Casey Kent and Zero Dome. This match kind of had me intrigued a little bit. Tommaso Ciampa and Walter. My wife made a girl and gave me this necklace. You didn't know that, and that's okay, but you remind me of my journey. My story, sometimes in life, we need to be reminded of who we are. Okay, so he's talking. Okay, Finn Balor calls out Cross. Gauntlet Eliminator qualifying Battle Royal. So, Isaiah Scott. Who else? He done. LA Knight's going to be challenging Johnny Gargano in the Gauntlet match for the North American Championship. It's kind of like a really cool thing because it's elimination. So, Raquel Gonzalez and Eos Shirai, like, Eos Shirai called out Raquel Gonzalez. And then, oh, let's see. Raquel Gonzalez and Eos Shirai beat the holy shit out of each other. Smile, smile. Snap, snap. You want to know why? I love the fact that WWE holds something that is very near and dear to me heart, which is a women's division, because at least these two know how to put on a goddamn show and build it for Stand and Deliver Takeover, which I'm pretty sure you can still get tickets to. Anyways, I'm about to read you my thoughts on a two-night special for WWE, whether it's good or bad, whether you agree with it, whether you don't. Off the rails and censored is, you know, it contains expletives not appropriate for the ages of 17 and under. Now, Angel Fishes, if you have children that go and repeat this shit to principals, teachers, or worse yet, if you're listening and you're underage, you can go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> I am not responsible for the expletives that are produced on this show verbally. I, Brian Reels, reserve the right and coined the phrase off the rails uncensored on March 7, 2016. Any further damages are or that is WWE that runs like an engine. God almighty, I'm not thinking straight tonight, so any further damage to the ears that are listening to this, I am not going to be held responsible or liable, but if you try and take my material, not as kids, but as adults, that will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law, and $45 will be utilized each time someone uses or abuses that. Anyways, monkeys in the truck, do me a solid. I mean, I'm really having a bad, bad day. Not really. I'm just tired and exhausted. I mean, you know what music to hit. You know. I'm being serious enough. If you could just want to make... WWE doing the right thing by giving fans an audience that has not seen shit live two nights in a row. 
Now, normally, I go to these WrestleManias, I go to the TakeOvers, and I go to the Hall of Fame. This year, I don't know how exactly they're going to do this, considering the fact that they have all the nominees inducted already, so maybe they can just do it that way, but it wouldn't do it justice, because supposedly, supposed to be on Peacock, folks. NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. And then we have... WrestleMania 37, again, in Tampa. I'm still pissed off that a friend of mine and I, we did not get the ability to go to the show, even though we would have been a part of WrestleMania 37. The point is, is, you know, the question at hand is, are two nights enough for WWE as a whole? I'm pretty sure they're going over it with them. I'm not going to guarantee you that we're going to be able to take our mask off and be able to be the same again. But from what I gather, folks, two nights, fine the first time around, this crazy shit. But there's a question. Which card's going to be the stinker? And that's like playing Russian roulette. As far as you know, because this is Vince's baby. This is his love child, and he wants it to succeed just like the rest of you want it to succeed. So, I must tell you, it's highly confusing that I'm all positive and upbeat about WrestleMania, but I will say, but there's some things left wide the fuck open. Lesnar rejoining the roster, Roman Reigns. Hopefully does not retain at WrestleMania 37. Also, you know, I've noticed a few things. We're all of a sudden depressed again. And now our shows aren't going to be as meaningful as they once were. Raw. Also, two-night special. So, that begs the question, though. If we're going to be able to watch on Peacock, are you going to transfer? I'm pretty sure. And that's Wrestle underscore Radio. you have any questions for me? Not a one. Oh, we do have one. We have a bite. What do I think of Bad Bunny being involved in WWE? Um, are you sure you want me to tackle that for you? Bad Bunny and WWE can be both good and bad. But mainly bad. I say this because if I was there at Mania, I would boo the fuck out of him. I don't care if he's a face or a heel. The fact that he's been in WWE this long, it makes one wonder, why are they doing it? Why do they have Bad Bunny as a part of the show? I'll tell you why they have him as part of the show. It's because a celebrity draws the ire and attention of an audience that could care less about wrestling and only watch because of Bad Bunny. Now, look what he did. Oh, man, that crossbody off the top was badass, man. It was dope. Huh. Some celebrity involvement in WWE has been cringeworthy. Uh, let's see, Snooky, don't care for Bad Bunny, don't really give a shit. And simply because 
if you watch his stuff, it's always done with Damien Priest. There's never any separation between You know what I mean? So, back to the subject at hand, though. Is having two nights going to benefit the WWE, or is it going to harm them? Think on that, shall we? There are some people... I believe that two nights are a great idea for a wrestling crowd. You know why? Because the matches are so long. It just takes a minute or two, I guess, to record. And I don't know if uh, Peacock is going to do recording, but, you know, WWE, they haven't wavered, man. That's the beauty part about them is the fact that, yeah, they know they have a two-night event, but they're going to try and lure you in with deals on the shop. And also, I don't know, every time you turn in the TV, you see advertisements on USA Network or on Facebook, wherever you're getting your wrestling vi- or wrestling fights off. You know what I mean? There's several questions that comes up about first card, I don't know if it's on the first or second card, but Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage match. And this is a reprise kind of sort of from Monday. Shane McMahon has no business of being in the ring. And you know why? Not because he doesn't train, not because he does sparring in the morning, not because he's already sacrificed life and limb, literally. But the reason why he has no business being in the ring, man, God, man, you got fucking kids and they're probably, they want to see their dad be tough against a giant again. When are you going to tell them that, yeah, I beat him because I booked it? There's several problems wrong with that match, but outside of that match, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. We keep telling ourselves that. I'm praying that it's not one big trap. So, two nights and two nights for WrestleMania 37. I wonder what, and I keep wondering myself as a fan because I've been to several of these. Which one is the dud? Which one is going to be the absolute stinker? That's what I keep wondering in the back of my mind. Okay, two nights. It wasn't so bad last year when they had Bray Wyatt versus John Cena and whatever style match that was. But it just, I'm just wondering. At what point are we as fans going to be like, uh, yeah, kind of a waste of money? Or are we going to say, man, this is worth every penny, even though Peacock only charges you $4.99 for a premium account? I want to know if it's going to benefit them in the long run because they should have just done WrestleMania on NBC, like the pre-show. And have it stream live on Facebook. But you know what? There are those that know better than I, right? Obviously, or else they wouldn't be involved in the pro wrestling business. What I'm getting at is, folks, I hope to God that two nights in a row for NXT and WrestleMania are not going to be too much. Just looking at this card, it does look promising. Oh, it does look promising. But, I say but. 
please understand that enter the WWE fandom with caution. And why, you might ask? Because we don't know if this is a trap. Some of my friends already said, well, WrestleMania is cheap. It's WrestleMania and it's cheap. Nothing is ever cheap about WrestleMania. Just letting you know. The cheapest, you know, would be $30. I don't know. It's 40% off tonight on certain select t-shirts on WWE.com. If you can't pay it all the way through and you're not employed, or if you are employed, you can go through Klarna.com. And you can pay with Klarna. So that means you pay a little bit the first day and then rest of it whenever. You can visit the shop right now. Go to WWE.com forward slash shop. So back to the subject matter at hand. How many people you know that stay in professional wrestling for a very long time? Randy Orton's been involved with the company for over 18 years. Wow. And I'm not going to end tonight's show early because I have a lot to talk about, including I'm not going to talk in a circle, that's for damn sure, but I'm going to extend this show just a little bit longer than the last and fade again. WrestleMania 37 better not be a disappointment. Do you know why? Because I'm sick and tired of hearing about AEW. How they made wavelengths with the fans, how the fans are getting what they want. Kenny Omega is doing a damn good job. Christian Cage is doing all right for himself. John Moxley's doing just fine. Now, if you didn't have a match tonight, Moss is tough. WrestleMania two nights in a row. Are we really going to attempt this again? Yes. Oh, no, I intend to talk with Mr. Cashman. For those of you who don't know, he owns the New York Yankees. Mr. Cashman does. Anyways, I'm getting off track. I hope and I pray that WWE does something with the official women's tag team championships. And there's nothing really to say. Is two nights good or bad? What are the pros and cons of this whole ordeal? How many people are actually allowed? 10,000, wow. And that's probably going to sound even louder with all the people chanting behind you. All right? Oh, two nights can be a harm or benefit. I say it's a help because then it gets all the laundry out of the way. You may have something to do tomorrow, but... Yeah, that was the weirdest question I've ever been asked. Is there anybody that has any wrestling-related questions on this show? Um, so, yeah, that episode was off the chain. It was a lot of fun. Luke Cage, who will be joining me next week on Off the Rails Uncensored. I promise you my shows will be a little bit longer than what's going on right now. There's really nothing to talk about. 
are two nights beneficial for both NXT and main roster? And the answer is, depends on if you're trying to work yourself to death. Or if you're conditioned enough and you know that your turn trying to prove the whole world wrong and why you came back. Yes. I completely wholeheartedly agree. But WWE turned in from Austin 316 since I just flipped your ass to sunny days. It's true. And what does this have anything to do with numbers or two nights in a row for a show? It has plenty to do. They're already going to consider going in front of the features of what's in store for WrestleMania. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Oh, no, no, it's okay. Two nights in a row of professional wrestling is very risky because you don't know who's going to stream it live on Peacock. You don't know who's just going to watch it on their iPad. And you don't know, for all that matters, you go to work on a jelly donut. And you didn't realize it because you were up all night. I just want to point one thing out before I sign off here. Two nights are beneficial for a company. But you do that with NXT TakeOver, you better be praying to God someone's breathing by then. Anyways, if you didn't like what good old Brian Reels had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Made you look. Now I'm going to end it with this. Sometimes you just have to have trial and error when it comes to pro wrestling. You know why? Because sometimes, you know, you try two nights in a row, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, well... Alright folks, that'll do it for tonight. If you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Get about it. This is the shortest time I've ever been on air, but after my body's taken a beating work-wise, so... Toodles, bitches. I love you all. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to invest in yourself today by joining the world-famous Monster Factory. That's monsterfactory.org. Anyways, you know what to do, folks. You know what to do. Hit my music. Dig it. The cult of personality The cult of personality